well, 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 we have ourselves a music well. And it's been a long time because of this stupid quarantine. Well, well, well. Cotton Eye Joe coming at ya. <laughs> right? No, it's Cotton, Cotton Eye Joe. What's this Cotton Eye Joe, dude? What are you doing? What's this band called? Cotton Jones. Cotton Jones. <laughs> <laughs> you goobers. It's not the same. <laughs> Cotton Eye Jones. Well, people, we're back. Music Well, Season 2. What? We had a nice hiatus. We've been uh, <laughs> we've been living life, writing books, making things happen in the world, brainstorming ideas, and we're back again. Now we just decided we didn't like doing this anymore until we liked doing it again. Yeah, I had to put it on the back burner. Wasn't it? No, that's not that's not true. I liked it. Yeah, it seemed like everybody and their cousin was doing a podcast. So we took a break. Yeah, we thought what was so important about our opinion anyway right is anybody even listening well turns out some people are and now we're interested in we're interested in the topic of love romance this is our like fourth episode of love yeah and we're doing a unique treatment of it this time we're gonna work through what i'm calling the arc of love Ark of Love. I like that. Mm-hmm. Then That's my songs are apropos. Apropos? Is that how you say it? Apropos? Mm-hmm. Apropos or apropos? Apropos. A pro at pro apropos statements. Or is it short for appropriate? Probably that. Appropriate. A very appropriate. Yes, yes, yes. So the Ark of Love... The arc of love. There's the idea that we go from singleness and uh, let's say there's two people who are single and they're strangers to each other. Then there's a meeting. Then there's conversation. There's some natural development about shared interests. And uh, more time spent together. The stakes increase. We open our hearts up more, hopefully. We're experiencing the benefits of truth and trust. And then uh, relationships continue to develop, hopefully in the positive direction, although the reality is relationships end for some reason or another at some time. And we can find songs to explain pretty much every phase of a relationship. Here, here. So very true. So what we're focusing on is the arc of a relationship or of love Mm -hmm. as we interpret that. As always. So this is going to be like our own therapy, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> We're just pointing out We're our own flaws and uh, strengths. We got to work out some issues in this episode. Yeah, Hopefully it's not, uh, well, it's going to be revealing and that's all right. <clears throat> because we're humans, just like every one of you are listeners. And we use music to process some of that stuff that we're going through. Bro, our listeners are humans? That's and... Yes, they better be. I hope they are. I hope we have more than human listeners. Mm-hmm. Ooh, mm. four-legged listeners. Could be. Mm-hmm. Alien listeners. Mm-hmm. Never know. Well, definitely big brother listeners. 
I've been watching um, Ancient Aliens because I need to fall asleep somehow. <laughs> you know, like when you turn on a show and it's just like a mindless show you don't need to mm-hmm. think about and you could just be like, this is dumb, I'm falling asleep. So that's probably where I'm thinking. Where mm. mine's going. Maybe aliens are listening to us. Well, yeah, when we broadcast, we're sending our signals out to be that's picked right. up. By some by interdimensional beings, yeah, and I guess some of those commentators in that show they seem like they're aliens themselves. They could be, and perhaps they're revealing alien secrets. <laughs> There's a comedian once who was like, uh, Putin, Russian president, was on uh, was being interviewed for like two hours by a journalist, and at the end of the, the interview, well, and of course, the last question, very serious question, are you an alien? And Putin goes. You wouldn't, you would, there's a comedian who says, you'd think Putin would say something like, yes, haha, I am. Mm-hmm. He says, no, and here's why. <laughs> he explains himself <laughs> like exactly what an alien would do. <laughs> yeah. Only an alien would be like, uh, because you see it in the faces of the people around me that uh. I am human. <laughs> What are you talking That's about? That's a case of too much explanation. Most normal, pe- most normal people are like, what the F is wrong with you? Yeah. What kind of question is that? That is a weird question to be asked. Yeah. Yeah. That's the normal reaction, right? No, and here's why. No That's kind of spooky. No, and here's why is like peak level men in black. <laughs> like some alien is in a like, human suit <laughs> trying to convince others that they're not an alien. Oh, you caught me with that question. I wasn't ready for it. Oh, they uh, I got no answer prepared. They, they know. Huh? <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's. Uh, we've got a suite of six songs. These are some gems here. This one is called "Aftermath" by Rolo Tomasi. R O L O space bar T O M A S S I. This is my spelling bee. <clears throat> Aftermath. They are a, actually a metal band. Which is what makes this song kind of so surprising because the song is very much does not sound metal. You could hear the metal influences in the guitars and how dirty everything kind of sounds musically and how technical it can be. The drums are very technical. The uh, guitars are very technical as well. There's some sort of metal sort of gent levels uh, of genre going on there. But uh, the vocals are very airy and light and uh there's a female vocalist and she otherwise does not sing she screams in their other material but this song i thought particularly stood out to me and we will go into it after listening beautiful nicely done all right here we are rollo tomasi with aftermath
Again, artist Rolo Tomasi, the song Aftermath from the album Time Will Die and Love Will Bury It from March 2018. Booyah. That song I love for so many reasons. Mm -hmm. One of them Mm -hmm. being how how much you can pull out of it lyrically. Uh, There are these sort of dichotomous duality things duality sort of concepts themes that they discuss uh so so things like being blind versus seeing sort of being closed off versus opening up these kinds of things where there's a flow between the two Mm. right so you can go a lot of different directions with it i appreciated one particular line uh, I'll break it off, severing all ties. I won't look back. Fragments, fragments must realign, dimming the sparks that burn so bright. So it's this process of deconstructing and building yourself up again, <clears throat> severing all ties from the past. And I think of this song as a beginning to look at where you sort of maybe failed or where you've broken you've you've left behind brokenness and you've chosen to instead of repeat the same pattern you've decided to take the brokenness and build up something new and move forward into a relationship or anything in your life really where you commit something of yourself to it uh, with a newness of life yeah i see that in that the lines you just quote um fragments must realign so that's interesting because we don't we don't completely remove ourselves from our experience. We can't say that's not part of me. At any time in our life, whatever we go through, we're not we're a product of everything that we've experienced. So there are these fragments, if you will. For better or for worse. Yeah, for better or for worse. Uh, and so they'll they'll show up. Those experiences will show up again, um, or how we interpret them. And so that means there's a realignment. But it sounds like the idea is finding how to improve i guess what our what our involvement was in any kind of pattern or the relationship itself is that kind of that's the idea Mm -hmm. yeah on my way here i was talking to a friend and here being this recording session uh we talked about just how there's this tension and a push and pull in a relationship where you're learning to adjust and adapt to another person and maybe even compromise but where is the point of i hold to my boundaries and i hold to what i have been up until this point and where is the point where i let go or i move into another space a co-created space between myself and this other person Mm. yeah uh and so like that's a we we revive ourselves Mm-hmm. Perhaps that's what she's speaking to, uh, and unafraid of the aftermath. So we're gonna unafraid, yes, mm-hmm. of the aftermath. Mm-hmm. When I step into this new experience with a new person, right, it's the initial attraction that we're talking about in the arc of love. Is it? Uh, how are we going into that mm-hmm. connection with that person? Are we seeking to? set aside our fear not being afraid of the final end result that we're imagining because we can imagine a lot of catastrophic 
outcomes unafraid of the aftermath right mm-hmm. is what they're calling what the songwriter here is calling us to perhaps yeah and i feel like we gain confidence to to not be afraid of the outcome of the aftermath when we ask questions really about our own history and we say you know what yeah i had a contribution to this uh conflict i learned from it and i know who i am i can take confidence in my ability to at least be aware right of how much I'm involved. Um, One of the best uh, relationship couples counseling interventions. I don't know what it's called, but I will describe to you how it works. Both partners in the coupleship approach a conflict together, either that they've had or are currently having, asking themselves one question. How much did I contribute to this problem? And list as many contributions that you've made to this problem and how we got here. Mm. Sometimes you need another person to help you ask that question because that's very difficult to ask. That's kind of the point. (laughs) Otherwise, you do, like she says, in practice past, I'm closing off. If you're not asking that question, you're just closing yourself off. To what? To lessons? Mm -hmm. To growth? Right. To making the other person feel safe to open up to you. There's so much that you close yourself off to if you don't ask that question, like, what was my part in this? It's a, but that's the, exactly the part where we grow. Mm-hmm. The part where you're f- pushing up against yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the uh, the idea that there's we can only experience progress in antithetical situations. So when we're bouncing back and forth between two extremes... Uh, when there's that tension, then that's when we actually grow. Right. Yeah. If we look at relationships to be easy and there to be no work, uh, we're not going to grow. We won't experience uh, growth. We won't find the joy and risk taking with the other person. Yeah. I, relationships that are easy and require no work sounds like either porn or prostitution. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it sounds like you get all the possible benefit without any of the risks yep or the consequences which essentially is exploitation exploitation yeah yeah and domination over another Mm. which at at times can be a deeply powerful feeling to feel like i i possess that person i own them i dominate over them but it is not a sustainable long term effect Mm -hmm. and what we where we tend to thrive is where relationships are sustainable Mm -hmm. that's where we thrive the most yeah and not in short-term pleasure seeking and feeling the best that i could possibly feel right now well said well said booyah that's the end of our uh, (laughs) podcast so i'm glad you loved my song guys (laughs) great great well, no, I have a song that will help contribute to this idea of um, pushing through doubts, I guess, and asking these hard questions. It's by Y Oak, and the song is Lifer.
That is the song Lifer by Y Oak, and the album is titled The Louder I Call, The Faster It Runs, in, released in 2018. Mm. Yeah, it's an intense. I love the, the crescendo two-thirds of the way through. I like that uh, she anchors the lyrics with this idea of the lifer. And the first time she asks a question after the first couple uh, paragraphs is, did you say that I was the lifer? So there's this question did calling out to her. Uh, am I the kind of person who's going to go deeper into commitment? The lifer. Did you say that life could be better? Life can be better when we take risks towards commitment. Um, shares a couple more lines. Um, and then I believed that I was the lifer. So she's becoming convinced that yes, I can be that kind of person. That it's a progression. Mm-hmm. Right. And then finally at the end, she acknowledges the other person's doubts um, and even a place of weakness. I want to see you rise again, to see life in your eyes again. And then the last question is, will you say that you are the lifer? Do you think that life could be better? So 
There's those uh, the mile markers of the whole experience of um, of the story, you know, from this song, going from doubt to certainty, and at least asking the hard question: Am I gonna be? Am I gonna be the person who commits, or not? Right. So, um, there's uh, Y Oaks, one of my favorite bands. A lot of complexity, a lot of sincerity. Each album is really pleasing, um, and they're so well thought out. Excellent well lyrics, excellent production quality on that vocal, especially. They just came out mm-hmm. so clear compared to the the music, and that's not a that's not a uh, that's a good thing. That's a. It's it's clear that that was a intention an intentional choice. Mm-hmm. To highlight the spotlight, the lyrical content here. Yeah. So I'll, I'll just point out one uh, section of these lyrics. I won't reduce myself to error, undo myself for your affair. I've shown you everything I am. You choose or not to understand. I've shown you everything I am. So here we're, we're looking at the times in relationships when we have the opportunity to reveal something that's secret, something that's sacred, special to us. And it's always a risk. Sure, somebody can say that they're trustworthy, but it's still a risk to see what another person does with those secrets and those sensitivities to show what we really are because that person can accept or reject me. When I'm vulnerable, I expose myself to that risk of being rejected. And then there's, we obviously want to avoid pain, so we're afraid of that, right? There's fear inherent in that revelation. Um, and yet, relationships call us to growth through those moments of revelation. Yeah. I like how it points out, that same section points out the importance of healthy boundaries. I won't reduce myself to air. Undo myself for your affair. Mm-hmm. It's that com- it harkens back to that question I asked earlier, which is that conversation I had with my friend. At what point is it compromise and healthy compromise? And at one point, at what point is it important to focus on the healthy boundaries that you have in place, where you where you need to validate those boundaries, where you need to be true to yourself in some way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've shown you everything I am. You choose or not to understand. That last word, I, I mean, this is one of the things I resonate with. Um, understanding in a relationship is such a huge thing for me. And it's not always linear. It's not always directly understood. Mm-hmm. You said A, B, and C, and so I understood A, B, and C. Um, sometimes it's it's harder to uh, understand a person's intention and meaning until you experience it like they experience it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's that that's where real, I think, understanding happens. You understand it on their terms in some way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's some techniques I'm thinking of to help us with this uh, practice of understanding. Um, I'm thinking about the tennis ball technique or a microphone where... You it, you can only speak when you're holding the tennis ball. So if you're not holding the tennis ball, you can't say anything. 
And it's very difficult for couples, especially in long-term relationships where they have patterns of communication of perhaps misinterpreting or stepping over each other in conversation. But if I say, I, I felt afraid when you came home angry. And here's why. And as long as that person holds a tennis ball, they can speak, right? And then there comes mm-hmm. a time to hand that over to the other person and they will repeat back what they heard. I heard you say that you were afraid. I made you afraid by this action. Yeah. Is that right? And then that person hands the tennis ball back and says yes or no, right? And you can, you have, you can only go forward once both sides are clearly in agreement of what was said. Yeah. It does two things. It forces the listener to pay attention because they're not going to be able to speak anyway until they have that ball. Mm-hmm. And the second thing is it it is a clear visual and tactile marker for the speaker to truly relinquish their podium mm-hmm. to the listener. Mm. I have now let this go to you. And I see that I am letting it go to you. I've spoken my piece and I have to say that that's enough for now. Right. That's beautiful and it's strong. Um, and then I'm thinking also of a book, The Peacemaker. Um, that is a technique in how to admit what one has experienced and to listen well and to practice that back and forth. All right. So in the arc of love, we've already talked about pushing through boundaries and doubts. We've talked about uh, taking our past experiences and making sure that they're useful for going forward and being honest with them. Mm, let's talk about another song the next song is called never meant by american football probably the most quintessentially emo song from the 90s that you will ever hear it's it had to have made some top 100 lists in the top 10 i'm very certain um for specifically this genre of music and for those of you who know, there's don't know, there's three different waves of emo, roughly speaking, 80s, 90s, and t- 2000s. So this was a second wave. It's very different than that sort of fallout boy, pop punky sounding emo that you got in the early 2000s. Uh, so this song is called Never Meant, American Football, Quintessential, Let's Go. <laughs>
Hmm. Nice and dancey, rhythmic, melodic. Okay. That's from their self-titled album out of uh, 1999, actually. Mm-hmm. And then they went on hiatus for basically all of the 2000s until, I don't even know, 2012, 20, something like that. Yeah. They disappeared for a long time and then re re came back together again, whatever that word is. They reunited. There reunited. It is. There it is. <laughs> they got the band back together. Similar to what this song suggests, perhaps. Interesting. Interesting. Perhaps. Interesting. Do you think they were falling out of love? They fell back in. Yeah. There's something there. So uh, the song lyrics are, let's just forget everything said, everything we did, best friends and better halves. Goodbyes and the autumn night when we realized we were falling out of love, but we never did. Booyah. Mm. Not to be overly dramatic, I, I just think it's best because you can't miss what you don't forget. Uh, you can't miss what you forget. So let's just pretend everything and anything between you and me was never meant. Okay, so well, there's one way to interpret this, I think. Let's not make mountains out of molehills. Anything between you and me was never meant. Okay, let's we have we've had some conflict. Do we really want to let that define our relationship? I'm thinking that's one way to interpret it. I like that. That's that's one way to look at it. The way mm. I look at it is we actually had a great relationship and a great relationship isn't always peak level functioning. Mm -hmm. And so they experience the downside of that roller coaster ride and said, oh crap, I guess this isn't for us. Let's just pretend right okay mm -hmm. everything and anything between you and me was never meant hmm. it's i think one way to interpret it is it's not a very mature way of approaching a relationship but it can be for many relationships uh, romantic partnerships let's just put it uh, a common phenomenon we expect this romantic high and when we have it and it's not sustained and we see the downside, we think this, was never, this wasn't meant to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's why he says, let's just pretend. It's the pretending that this was never meant that's hmm. part of the issue. So that's after the afterglow. Mm -hmm. You meet someone, mm -hmm. there's sparks, there's flames, there's rockets, everything. And then that newness wanes. Yeah. We realize we're with another person. <laughs> There's a there's a refrain, a long refrain, where it's just uh, this sort of lo-fi, droning voice that in the in the middle of the song that says, "There were some things that were said that weren't meant. There were some things that were said that weren't meant," and he keeps going. Mm. That's what happens when things go bad. Some things are said that you don't mean. Right. That's right. almost an apology in a way. But it, it's it's human. Mm -hmm. You have this. A lot of people have this. It is almost an apology. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, you know, you, you sort of move on from it and you pretend like it's nothing. Because it's easier not to feel something. You can't miss, you can't feel nostalgia for something you don't even remember. You mm. forgot that it was a thing. Because mm. you, you, you can't miss what you don't... What, you can't miss what you forget. Right? Mm -hmm. So it starts off the song, Let's Just Forget. 
it's kind of a chiasm, chiastic structure. It kind of starts at uh, two opposite ends and meets in the middle. Mm-hmm. There were some things that weren't meant that were said that were said that weren't meant. Is the middle part? Is that chiasm where it it, it uh, coalesces? Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful, actually. Yeah. And so I think this uh, this is a good segue and into our next sort of content here, which is that there's an arc that goes in the relationship. Mm-hmm. I, I I frame this song as pertinent to the first song I selected. Mm-hmm. And it's also part of the chiastic structure of the next song I selected. So yeah, next segue, nice segue into this song. Uh, the title almost says it all, although the lyrics really are deep enough and they expound on the idea. The band is Fictionist. The song is The Real Thing. And uh, let's, let's dissect it after.
Oh, man. Well, whew. yep. <laughs> I'm locked away in a glass castle. I put guards around every gate. Oh, man. Okay, so let's just riff on this idea about the real thing of a relationship or it being less than real, artificial, mm. insubstantial, inconsequential. When I think about a relationship, a connection with somebody being the real thing, I I envision this beautiful constant interchange of truth and sharing and acceptance of sharing goals, making somebody feel big in their in your presence, um, sharing the microphone, being known and accepted. The reality, right? So this is the reality of who I am. I am a complete person with things that are beautiful and strong and also weaknesses and faults. And here's everything, and I accept you for that, and you accept me. Um, if we do lock ourselves away, if we put guards up, we won't experience the real relationship. Anyway, that's uh, mm. that's a short little rundown. That image of a glass castle is so see-through, yet it's like a fortress. It's this fortress that you can see through. Hmm. Yeah, so when the truth comes, he comes and knocking. I can fool myself in a false escape. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, right? You There's a sort of bluesy quality about this song, too. The, you know, and blues has this tradition of sort of suffering and uh, hardship and... and uh, it's almost there's sometimes where it gets it to it's not so intellectual it's it's not in your head anymore it's just i feel that pain and there uh, i don't know if you noticed that but there's the guitar in this has a very bluesy quality it just kind of harkens back to some of that tradition while maybe you know t having its own spin and flavor on it yeah mm -hmm. yeah i can hear that and it's um, the the beat drops out for a moment mm -hmm. as the riff runs through and then it kicks back in. Yeah. Yeah. Like let me wail. Give me a moment to wail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please let this be the real thing. Right, and yeah, uh, so he has a part in that. If he stays in the glass castle, he's gonna contribute to it not being the real thing. And so that's a plea that actually I call myself up to equality in this relationship. Oh, okay. The dichotomy again, that uh, the tension. Hope has been the sky. Truth has been the valley. So my hopes are really high. I really believe in this thing. It's very exciting and I can get excited about what's going on. Ah, ah, but the truth. The truth is a valley. It, it actually plants me back down and my life unraveled in between. So a back and forth between truth and hope. Truth and hope. Mm -hmm. Is my hope based on truth or not? <laughs> right. Right. This is a, a strange kind of direction to take it in, but I, I think of the work I do with some of my clients where we set goals because a person is dealing with the client in this hypothetical is dealing with a lack of motivation to accomplish goals in their life, just tasks, just things that they need to do. And two of the, 
two of the things that we say it has to be, when you set a goal, it has to be two things. Measurable and achievable. Hmm. You cannot aim for the sky. Hmm. You aim for the valley. Hmm. That's what that calls back to me for yeah so then making a thing a promise like i'll never let you down never never right you'll never let me down (laughs) are you god literally right it's unrealistic yeah i will let you down when i let you down i will own up to it and apologize and i will seek to make amends for it and perhaps that is the real thing yeah it is the real thing is such by its very nature. Mm-hmm. So that leads pretty well into our next song. It's called Renaissance by a Ukrainian indie pop artist called Ivan Dorn. Ivan Dorn. It came out, I believe, earlier this year, 2020. And it is a small EP of three songs and it's it's a song um that i think it, it i think it speaks well to the arc of love in my understanding of it so this is in another language it's in russian i will translate some of the things for you later okay
major flute. Woo! <laughs> it's a fire Hallelujah flute. Hallelujah flute! Woo! Fire flute? <laughs> How about that flute solo? Oh man, that's fire! A man, a fire flute! So, fire flute, groovy bass lines, solid, simple ba- uh, drums, a little bit of vocal sampling. <laughs> it's such a groove. I love it. All right, let me read the lyrics to you. My translation, at least. I don't know how much space is left in you for me. It looks like none. I will wait. Spring has gone cold. The sunset took the warmth away with it. I need you back. You carry along the fragments of childhood voices as if from the ashes, a renaissance. Music notes on the pavement. Again, the rain plays everything about us. I almost forgot this motif. Let me finish playing let me let me play it out i don't know how much space in you is left for me apparently none i will wait spring has gone cold the sunset took away the warmth with it i need you back so for me this is the bottom of that roller coaster it's it's uh taking an honest look at yourself and saying this is where we are. It's not pretty. But I want you. I need you back. And I want to work in this. I'm here for the work. Hmm. There may be not there may not be warmth. The sunset all that stuff. The sun has set all that stuff. But something true and pure can be carried along and can rise from the ashes mm. like a renaissance renaissance like a renaissance yep so i don't want to be too sappy or cheesy or anything like that but i think that's kind of what it is i think there's there's moments of birth and um setting aside your fear moving forward trying to uh, reclaim the brokenness and there's moments where we're tempted to say uh, to to notice like how good it, it's been, uh, like in the Never Met song, mm-hmm. it's good, and we liked it, and we're best friends and better halves, and then we pretend like it wasn't. We 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 just claim because it's the we face hardship. It's not. It was never meant, right? We're tempted to say that to ourselves and to each other, but perhaps there is just a little glimmer of light where there was a fire now there are ashes perhaps it can be a renaissance perhaps it's that push and pull of relationship where it's not just good and it's not just bad it's a back and forth it's the thing your song mentioned before the heights of 
heaven hope has been the sky truth hope has been, been the, the sky valley. truth has been the valley mm-hmm. yeah and uh it's a it is a perhaps like you said because it that is the question i don't know how much space in you is left for me is left for me mm-hmm. but he we have to be uh we have to be open to the possibility that there is no space left yes it looks like he says vidima net which means apparently not or visually it seems it looks like no it looks like not mm-hmm. but i don't know that so i will wait mm-hmm. wait to get the final answer wait to get a more of an answer yeah. or maybe it's just you need to wait there's not a, it's not maybe the person themselves doesn't know maybe she, she or he in front of you doesn't know what they're feeling just yet and they need to wait as well mm-hmm. to truly understand what they're feeling mm-hmm. perhaps Perhaps it, things have burned to the ground. Perhaps it has been really bad. So how long do you wait? That's the question. Let's say that you there's know. been a, a groundbreaking doubt raised in a relationship. Groundbreaking. And you're in this waiting phase. I don't know if we're going to reconcile. I don't know if there's going to be a renaissance. How long? So I'm sure people are asking that. And I've asked that too. How long? Mm-hmm. Right? Is it only feeling? Is it only logical? Is it a mix of those two? Uh, do we just set a timeline to make a decision and then hope we can hope it was true? Is the answer yes and no at the same time? Mm. <laughs> mm. I've I've been a big fan of um, ex lovers being friends, and mm. I've seen this in other cultures. I'm thinking of French culture. Of course, you are. Mm-hmm. How what I know of the French. They're not so willing to throw away old lovers like we uh, North Americans, Americans are used to doing. Yes. You break up, you're out of my life forever. They sort of validate what it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When it was in the space that it occupied at that time and in that place in your life. Yeah, it made sense for a time. Mm-hmm. We got something meaningful out of it. That particular mode of operating is no longer appropriate. However, we can adapt we can change how we interact yeah but i i've noticed in, in some of my experiences i really have really benefited from acknowledging that there has been there has been some damage and uh, and we both have to be honest about that and we have both have to we can't undo the damage we can't say that it didn't happen you can't go back in time and pull it out and bring it into the present as though it's still alive it's dead Right, there's some death to there to that um, relationship. Mm-hmm. Something hasn't hasn't worked, and yet we both also have a choice to rebirth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a choice. A renaissance is what that means. It's a rebirth. Yeah, it's a new flourishing. Yeah, I remember talking to a friend about this, and it's like there's a point where you. You have to sort of say in the coupleship, like uh, we're we're we've gotten as far as we can go with this conversation and this conflict or this this brokenness that we find ourselves in. There has to be a point. Either we say this is the last straw. Like I can't keep doing this. It's over and it's forever over. And we we separate ways, or we say to each other. We both acknowledge that we both acknowledge uh, the conflict, how we contributed to that conflict. We both acknowledge wh- where our parts were, 
uh, how bad it's been. We don't shy away from the feeling. We don't, sh- but we don't, we don't shy away from the bad, but we don't shy away from the good either. We don't sh- say that, oh, it was never meant. We say, we perhaps say, are we willing to say, I'm sorry, I forgive and move forward? Mm-hmm. Is there forgiveness? Is there grace? Is there grace in this universe? And I think that we cannot have love without grace. Agreed. It's not Agreed. possible. Right. Because because we will always fail. There's always going to be some place you screw up and you break or the other person breaks or we both break. We contribute collectively to a broken system that we've created between us in some way. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean both parties are equally, you know, to share the burden in that. Maybe there's a 60-40, maybe there's a 30, you know, whatever. 30-10. Yeah, 30-10. But uh, the the idea there is, yeah, the idea there is at what point, at what point is, is do we acknowledge the bad and we say, I'm sorry, I forgive me, let's, can we move forward? Can we say that is in the past? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting this image that grace is sort of this bucket that both uh, members, both people in a relationship put into. So at any point in time, we're going to have to make a withdrawal off of that, the grace bucket. All right. I've been I've been serving you. I've been selfless. I've been listening. I've been supportive. Those are all putting into the that grace bucket. Uh, but but through inattention or intentional uh, mistreatment, we make a withdrawal on that grace, right? And like, okay, I did you wrong. Now, I have to admit, I I need grace. I ask for your grace, and then that's where uh, growth and restoration happen. Um, I think it's a good signal in some relationships that if we're constantly withdrawing uh, and withdrawing on grace, and we're not actually feeding back into the relationship, it's probably unhealthy, and we both need to walk away. Yeah. It can't be all take, take, take. It has to be a building together. If it's constantly taking, then yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There has to be a moving on and into finding something else that works better. Right. Well, for (laughs) our last song, let's just hope, uh, let's all take what we, everything that we said and let's uh, let that, that story sort of float in the air because where it all starts is that attraction, that search. Who am I going to connect with? Who am I attracted to? Where is she? Where is he? What's going what's gonna happen? Who's gonna come into my path? And so Dexter Story's got a song off of his album Wandem. Uh W O N D E M. Yene Konjo, which uh after a little research you find it means like your your special one. Who who's that Yene Konjo? Who's that special one that's gonna show up? I think what we'll do for this episode, let's just, we'll play the song and let it finish. Um, And we'll just all imagine what it was like when I first met that special one. Or if we're still searching, let's just keep that hope. I want to be the one who is worth dating and partnering up with. And also I want to find the one who's worth dating and partnering up with and landing into that real thing. Dexter Story, let's enjoy this. Summer's night, she disappears, left no note 
Left no word, where to turn, no one knew Not a sign, not a clue Hard indeed, made up his mind, stupid truth occur He would find overland and overseas Travel miles, but where could she be? Yeah.
How do you speak after something like that? Just let it change. That's the power of music to transform us as we experience it. Mm. Mm. It almost felt like two different songs. Mm -hmm. One was the exposition and the other was the reflection. I love that. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening, Wait, joining what's, us. What's that music? What's happening? Are we... Is it... Am I? Are we? Could it be? Perhaps? The show is over. For now. We've given so much to think about. These beautiful songs, these very introspective songs giving us a narrative, a snapshot of the arc of love. There's so much in the world going on, but we need music and we need thinking along with music to feel and to change and to grow. Boss Totorico, thank you so much. And you, Stephen Sysom, and you. May these questions, thoughts, conversations be places where you sit and reflect, where you set up shop, and you set up your tent, and you just be with it. To our listeners as well. That it is. May they, there be many points of reflection. Agreed. See you on the next episode of Music Well. <laughs>